wish your child was self-motivated. Are they lazy or do they need a lot of encouraging or nagging to get something done? On this episode of the Renewed Mama podcast, we're talking about how to help your child get motivated. Mama, you juggle all the things, the kids, their schoolwork, their activities, the dishes, the laundry, your own work or business, what's for dinner again, and prioritizing good quality time with your husband. And your child just isn't motivated to do anything. You are nagging your child to take out the garbage, to put their dirty socks in the laundry, and to clean up the Lego. Even in the middle of it all, you can stay renewed. You can think right, speak right, and respond right. I'm Kimberly Mutar, and I help mamas like you stay renewed. Let's find out how you can help your child get motivated and stay motivated. Let's go. If you are in a place where you can grab a piece of paper and take notes, perhaps you're watching or listening while you're folding the laundry or doing the dishes, I would love for you to take notes. If you're driving or walking, just take mental notes. When this episode is all done, I want you to have a plan specific to each child as to how you can help them get more motivated. When you have a piece of paper out, on the paper, draw a circle or a box for each child of yours, school-aged or not, a box or a circle for each child. Write their name at the top of the circle or the box still giving yourself room to write inside. And as you listen or watch this episode, I want you to think of each child and write down the things that motivates each of them, each individually. Any question you need to ask them or anything you need to say to them personally. I want you to leave with a plan specific to each child as to how you can help them get more motivated. So I want you to answer a few questions first and I just want you to say it out loud as if we were face to face talking to each other. Tell me first, where does your child struggle with motivation? Think of each child. Where do they struggle? Is it taking out the garbage? Is it doing their schoolwork? Is it making their bed? Is it jumping to help with setting the table? If you could finish this sentence, I can't get my child to, what would you say? Now let's answer this question. What does work when trying to motivate your child? Write down inside the box or the circle which motivates your child. Is it rewards? Do they like treats, candy, iPad time, maybe a small gift or money? Maybe they are motivated when they say, if I get this grammar page done, then I'll have a snack. Are they motivated by results? They like the results that come like maybe getting better at something or having a clean room. 
An example of results would be if I get my schoolwork done early, then the whole rest of the day is mine to do what I want. And they like those results. Is your child motivated by recognition for their achievement, say winning an award or a trophy? Is your child motivated by people, meaning belonging or being liked? That can be a huge motivator, belonging. How about personal growth? They're being or doing their best, like they can beat their own score in a game. They can also be motivated by helping, making a difference. Write down for each of your children which one of those they are motivated by. Now, I just want to ask you this question. What motivates you? What gets you out of bed each morning? What makes you do what you do each day? How about this question? Have you ever felt unmotivated before? Ever procrastinated before? Maybe scrolled social longer than you should have or you chose a movie and popcorn instead of tackling the to-do list. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. But can we expect our children to always be motivated? No. If we're not always motivated, neither will our children be. Sometimes motivation comes easy. Our children are excited. Maybe it's a new challenge, a new thing to try, or something new that they're interested in, and they are full of energy. But other times, they could be distracted. Why are they less motivated or not at all? It could be that they don't know what is expected of them. The instructions are not clear. They say, what did you say, mom? What did you want me to do? And that's when you get to ask yourself, are my instructions not clear enough? Do they know what is expected of them? Have I communicated that well? Or maybe the task looks too daunting. They don't even know where to start. You tell them to clean their room and they walk in and they say, what? This room? Because it's such a mess. It's just easier to sit on the bed and play with a toy. So start with one simple task like clean under your bed this morning. All they have to do is clean under their bed. Make sure that your expectations are realistic. If they're unrealistic, they could be not motivated. So break it down into small bite-sized doable pieces that are clear and realistic. I mean, how many times have you said, like I have said, I am going to get all 18 things done on my to-do list and you only end up getting two of them done. <laughs> so think of each of your children. Do any of them need small realistic assignments, doable tasks. Do you need to be super clear on your instructions? The good news about motivation is that all of us have an innate desire to succeed. No one wakes up saying, I want to fail today. We were created to thrive, to succeed, to win, to create, to explore, to play, to solve problems, and to be happy doing it. Your children, even the least motivated one that I know you're thinking about in your head right now, <laughs> and you're regularly frustrated by, wants to succeed. You just have to remember 
that children have a different perspective than us adults. They're looking through different lenses, kid lenses. Write down which one of these is your child. Their lenses say fun. If it isn't fun, I don't want to do it. The fun lens is totally okay because they're kids. I think we need some more fun in our lives, right mama? <laughs> Their lenses may say winning. If I don't win, I don't want to play. Their lens could be helping. If it isn't saving the turtles, I don't want to use it or buy it. Let's use cloth napkins instead of paper ones, mom. Their lens could be being the best. Why try if I'm not going to be the best at it? I don't want to fail or make a mistake. Their lenses could say, it's better with friends. Or I want to do this on my own. I don't need help. Their lens could say, I don't want any problems to be marked wrong on my paper. I want to get them all right. These are all motivators. You get to learn what motivates your child most. One or two or many of these things would motivate you too, mom. You just have to be an adult, you know, got to be responsible, have children to take care of, a house to run and money to make, or I've paid for the extracurricular activity and you've got to go and like it. Perspective now. <laughs> so your challenge is to see it from their kid perspective, their kid lenses. And you need to speak to them or lead them with what motivates. So if they want fun, turn cleaning their room into fun. Add games to your homeschool time. I encourage you to look back to the episode, Goodbye Boring, Hello Homeschool Fun and Eager Learners. I'll leave the link in the show notes. If they want to win, then challenge them to a race. You'll clean the bathrooms and fold the laundry if they'll take out the garbage and unload the dishwasher and then we'll see who finishes first. If they're all about helping, you can say, I could really use some help. I know that on my own, it will take me a while to do this, but together we can get it done faster. And then you can play iPad. Are you willing to help me? We're still talking about seeing it from their perspective. And we may say, you need to know this for life. This will help you when you are an adult. <laughs> now, they did not wake up this morning thinking, I can't wait to do my schoolwork because I'm going to need this for life. <laughs> I still tell them some of these things because remember our words are seeds and I want to seed into their mindset that what we do in our homeschool time, how we explore what they are interested in, how we role play, how we create, how we work with diligence and doing our best, not perfect, but with excellence, how we give it a try even if it's challenging and how we do ask for help if we don't know. We don't sit there and struggle. These are all mindsets and values that they need for life. So I say things like, the marketplace pays for someone who is focused and gets the job done without having to be asked or nagged. It's future perspective. 
I say, someday your boss will choose you over another employee because he sees diligence in you and trusts that you will do your best. I say, someday, Miss CEO of your own company, you will lead a team that is willing to try new things, even if it's hard or challenging because you are willing to do that now. You know what you'll need to know for life that's even more important than long division? Don't hear me wrong. You've got to know long division. (laughs) It's being willing to ask for help. You don't need to do life or your job or your business all on your own. Ask for help. Surround yourself with a team of people who care about the same thing as you and work together to win. Are you saying these things to your children or are you saying you just gotta do it? Stop complaining. You are spending more time whining about it when you could have it done already. Okay, we've all said that, haven't we? (laughs) Try to see it from your child's perspective while painting a picture for them of their future and why what they do today is good for their future. It's like what I tell my son, Jonathan, who plays hockey. The drills that he does at practice, the movements, the techniques, how they fall properly, how they pass, how they communicate, are all skills needed in a game. And the drills are important because they're creating muscle memory, they're creating a habit, and they're creating good teamwork that will come more naturally then in a game. Is the same for our children and their schoolwork. As they stay faithful to the task, as they push through the hard stuff, as they have patience when they need to practice again and again, it's building the endurance muscle, the diligence muscle, the not giving up muscle that they'll need as they grow up and become adults. Another thing that will increase motivation is to encourage them to assess their own performance. We say, wow, that was amazing. You did a great job. I'm so proud of you. And this is all fine to say. They want to hear us sing their praises. But the next time, start getting them to assess their own performance by asking questions. Questions like, how did you do? How do you think that went? On a scale of one to five, one being this is really hard and five being awesome, I can do this. Where are you at with this long division? What should we do to help you get to a four or even a five someday? Ask, what will you try to do next time? What will you work on for the next game? Is there something you need to refine or get better at? If there is one gift that you could give your children today, it would be your words, chosen carefully and spoken well. The words you speak today are like seeds planted in their hearts and minds. These word seeds will sprout and bear fruit in their life as they grow and become adults. Use Speak Life badges, sticker award badges, along with suggested scripts or words you can say in the situations you encounter with your children. These scripts are designed to help you to speak to your child's individual personality, to break lies they may be believing, and to help them to grow up with a truth-filled mindset. 
Get them today at speaklifebadges.com. Let's talk for a moment about your words and how they matter when motivating your children. How many would agree that when we say things like, you've got to work harder, you've got to study harder, that this does not motivate our children? I mean, work harder? Ugh. Study harder? No way. That's not fun. <laughs> you know the morning rush out the door? How many know that when you tell your kids, hurry up, move faster, we're going to be late. What's taking you so long? Why aren't you dressed yet? I'm leaving without you. You know, all those things that we say as we tornado through the house, it's like they move even slower, don't they? There's a lot of things that we say as mom and dads that don't motivate. And here's one. I believe in you. You have what it takes. This is nice to say. I'm not telling you to stop saying it, but I am telling you to tell them what it is that they have to succeed, meaning be specific. You are growing stronger each time you're on the ice. I can see you listening to your coach's instructions and doing it. I'm really proud of you. You aren't lazy with your drills. As you take them seriously now, you are building muscle memory and foot memory so that when you're in a game, you naturally do it. Do you see how I was specific with those words? You have to be specific with your words. Think to the times when you feel overwhelmed, like there's so much to do and there's no time to get it all done. It's hard sometimes in that moment of overwhelm to see it finished. Somehow it gets done and you've gotten those things done in the past. But the to-do list and the should have done this already is speaking louder right now than the calm assurance that it will get done, right? And saying, you can do it, I believe in you is nice, but it's not practical in that moment, right? Not that moment of overwhelm. And it's the same with your child. When they're sitting with their math book, they've erased the paper so many times that there's now a hole in it. Or they've just stared into the distance because they have no idea how to do it. Or there are tears and I give up. Saying, you can do it, I believe in you, is not enough encouragement or motivation in the moment. So be specific with your words. Say something like, let's take a pause with this math. Do you remember last summer when you really wanted to add to the tree fort and you wanted to nail new boards to the tree to climb up the tree instead of using the ladder? It was hard work, wasn't it? It was like the nails didn't want to go in. But did you do it? And the rest of the summer, you didn't need to use the ladder. That same perseverance you had with nailing those boards in, that not giving up, I admire that so much about you. Well, that same perseverance is needed right here with your fractions. Each one you work through is like another nail pounded into the board. Go nail, go. Go fraction, go. May I help you hammer out these fractions? Let's do a few more together. Do you see the difference in the words and the story you told that reminded them of another time they succeeded? You just need to paint the picture of how they can succeed now with this new challenge. Here's another example. Let's say they have 
no desire to help. Do I have to? Each time you ask them to take out the trash or walk the dog. You say, remember that time Aunt Eliana needed us to take care of her chickens while she was away? We collected the eggs and we fed them. Remember how they pecked at us and they were so fun to play with. If we didn't come to help her, who would have? What would have happened to the chickens and the eggs? Did she pay us? No, we're a family. We help each other out. Taking out the garbage or walking the dog is the same thing. We are a family. We help each other out. And each time you help in this way, it lightens my load. I am so grateful for your help. So tell stories of other people winning, of other people succeeding, of times that they have succeeded in other areas of their life. It really helps to build belief that they can do it too. Do any of your children need to hear stories in order to motivate them? If so, write stories in their circle or their box. Speak Life Badges will help you to pair your words with a sticker award as you motivate and encourage your children. There are scripts or suggested words that will help you, guide you in what to say. If you feel like you've tried it all and you still don't know how to get through to your child or what to say or do next. There's also this mama's tips or what to do now suggestions. These scripts are word seeds that will help break any lies that your children are believing. Like, I can't do this. It's too hard. Or I don't want to make a mistake, so why even try? Are you finding these suggestions to be helpful in knowing how to motivate your children? Let me give you a few more motivational tips. Don't do everything for them. Don't go behind them and fix what they have done. I have to stop myself because I like things done a certain way. I have to tell myself, Kimberly, don't fix it. Don't pick it up for them. Ask yourself, is it adequate? Did it lighten my load? Their way may be a great way to acknowledge that. Or you can ask, is there more training or instruction needed so that it is done correctly? Or were my instructions unclear and I should re-explain it? Did they do it without being asked? And that needs to be praised. You can evaluate that, but don't do everything for them. Train them well. Even if it feels like it takes longer, it only does at first. But it's possible to have children who help and do things without being asked. Write down what you no longer need to do for your child. Put it in their box under their name. You can also give your children a chance to have a say or to have a part in the decision making. They feel like they are in the driver's seat instead of us dictating what they do. If you like to-do lists, you can say, Family, these are the things that we need to accomplish today. Say it's a Saturday morning and the house needs to be cleaned. You can write or draw out the to-do list. When my children were little, I would draw like a picture of a toilet or a vacuum cleaner or um, a shirt for folding the laundry. <laughs> and you can say, we need these things done before, whatever motivates, iPad time 
or before skating time or before movie time. Pick what you want to do and when you want to do it, but we can't have iPad time unless this is all done. Write down where you can let your children have input and make the decision for something. Where can you let them take charge with your guidance? You can also relate what needs to be done with what they're interested in. For example, they like space, so count the planets, count the stars, make word problems, or write fun imaginative stories about living on the planets. If they like planting things, make a garden box. You can measure, cut, hammer. You can calculate the volume of dirt that's needed. You can get the seeds and talk about the process of a seed that when it, that it goes through when it's germinating and sprouting. I know that you're already doing this. I'd love to hear actually how you have done this in your homeschool time or on your weekends. What interests have your children had and how do you incorporate math or reading or writing into it? Now, look at your notes page. How are your boxes or your circles for each child? Have you discovered what best motivates each child of yours? Did you write down what words you need to say or stories you will tell to remind them of the times they've been motivated in the past? That same motivation is needed now in this new challenge. In the areas where they're showing the least motivation, what can you relate to it that they are interested in? Where can you involve them in the decision making? Or what do you need to stop doing for them? Where do you need to be specific with your words of encouragement? I sure hope that this was helpful in giving you some practical suggestions for how you can get your children motivated. Mama, if you need help being intentional with your words in what you are thinking, in what you say to yourself and to your children, and in how you respond, if you feel like you're tired of nagging, just doing the task because it's a whole lot faster if you do it anyway, or if it frustrates you that your child is lazy, don't wait another minute to do one of these two things, or better yet, do both. Number one is go to speaklifebadges.com and get a Speak Life Badges sticker book. Choose between the I Am Special, I Am Priceless, and the I Am Smart, or you can get all three. And then start using the scripts to help you to know a better way that you can speak to your children. Reading the script will give you time to calm down, to put aside the frustration, and to come to them with a heart of teaching and keeping the relationship whole. And then giving them the sticker badge that they can wear to remind them of who they can grow to be, even though it's not there yet, will get their attention and be a new, fresh way to handle those teaching moments. If you need someone to talk to, an actual mom who's been there, reach out to me right now by email, Kimberly at speaklifebadges.com and we'll hop on a coaching chat together. We can talk through your specific frustrations, what you've already tried that isn't working and what you can try instead. We'll go fruit to root together and help you to think right, to speak right, and to respond right. So email me at Kimberly at speaklifebadges.com. 
We'll pick a time to chat that works best for you and we'll get you the answer you've been praying for. That's Coaching Chats with Kimberly. Reach out to me today. Real quick, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. It encourages me so much to hear from you and to know that this show is helping you to stay renewed. The second thing you can do for me is to take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Speak Life Badges. Or you can DM another mama you know who needs to hear this truth so that they can help get their children motivated too. (laughs) All of my love to you. I'll see you next time. Austin the Hedgehog is bringing mailbox fun to your kids. Your children ages 3 to 13 can receive mailbox surprises like activity postcards, happy birthday cards, stickers, crafts, recipe cards, coloring pages, puzzles, special gifts like the I Am Loved journal, a tumbler, Austin's matching happy birthday toque, and so much more from Austin the Hedgehog. Straight to your mailbox with their own name on it each month all teaching life lessons such as helping, using time wisely, how to monitor their own screen time, how to choose the right friends. Being strong means more than just muscles, how to have self-control, and their words are like seeds that will grow into fruit in their life. It is oh so good from Austin the Hedgehog. Two subscription levels are available. Register your children today at austinskidsclub.com.